Hi guys, welcome to the Extraordinary Believers podcast. If you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you are not, well, <laughs> welcome back. Right, so this season, like we said earlier, we're going to be dealing with, uh, dealing with anxiety. Okay, yeah, so we're dealing with, dealing with anxiety. And today we're going to be talking about um, dealing with anxiety, especially as regarding the future. Uh, but we're not talking about this alone. We do have a special guest with us. <laughs> and you know how they say it, two times is a charmer. <laughs> well, I don't know who says that, but yeah, we have a special guest with us. But this is not her first time being with us, but she's here with us again. So join me as I welcome. <laughs> Sorry. Join me as I welcome. Pastor Chisum. <laughs> I think this is the first time we're having you as a pastor, right? Yeah. No, it's the second time. Oh, are you serious? Second time? Yeah. Who got that? I thought it was the first time. Okay. Well, welcome <laughs> back with us, Pastor Chisum. We're so glad and honored that you would, you know, honor our requests. Mm. <laughs> always <laughs> so thank you so much uh so yeah today we have quite a few questions for you and okay. i think the first question would be have you ever like are you living in any of the futures that you once used to worry about like <laughs> <laughs> yes i am okay so please can you tell us can you tell us about that our, the right question is where to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let, let's start here. Can, um, I just want to know, can you still hear me clearly? Yes, I can. Okay. So first off, and I think the most recent is my job. I, I work... <laughs> where I work now, if I was told after school that this is where I work, I would have like, oh, must be nice, right? Because after school, you know, I wasn't exactly worried about where to work because I had a business and a thousand and one things I could do while waiting for a job or a big break. But then it was something I said to think about, right? Just realizing that life is expensive and the older I get, the more responsible I am for my life, right? This is the age where I get to, or the decade where I get to make defining decisions concerning my career, my life, my family, right? So it just began to dawn on me a whole lot, right? And I, I just had to think about it. Like, how do I make a living? How do I, you know, get comfortable financially? And it was something I used to think about a, a whole lot, so I started applying for jobs here and there. And, you know, it's different when you don't want to apply for a job and you're not getting anything. Then when you now want to apply for a job and you're just chopping L up and down, everybody's saying, oh, we regret to inform you, kind mm. <laughs> of emails. Or some will just outrightly not respond yeah. to you. Right? And imagine putting your hopes up for something yeah. So I, I, it was just going like that, like that, like that. And I, I started to 
worry about it a little. I was anxious because I, I had gone for um, camp and I was thinking about where I would serve. I wanted to serve in a place that I wanted to work. So it was just something that was making me worry a lot. Like I was thinking about it a whole lot, right? I'll be trying to sleep and it's in my head and all of that. And one day I just realized that, you know, my father is the controller of the universe. He does hold the world in his hands and there's nothing that I take to him that he can't work out for me. Now that working out does not mean he may give me the job, but knowing that my life is safe in his hands is comforting me enough. So in that period, as uncertain as it was, I, I was still trying to learn to trust God. And I'm thinking about it now, I wouldn't have guessed that this is the job I would get. How it came was by supernatural favor, the benefits it comes with. It just perfectly suits my life at the moment. Right. I don't know. Every other thing I may have tried to orchestrate by myself wouldn't have been good for me. I can I can bet it. So like this is one reality. There are many more, but like this is the most recent. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, and see, I can totally relate to a lot of the things you said. First of all, the rejection. Hmm. See, that one is another <laughs> episode. Honestly, I'm going to talk about it too. Rejection, rejection males. It's it's something that deserves to be studied. Um, and then, you know, definitely, yeah, the whole thing you said about when it's a different thing when you're not looking for a job and you are just applying than when mm-hmm. you're actually, you know, looking for something and you're applying and you know not getting i can totally as in i can deeply relate <laughs> um, but uh, thank god um so yeah and so i i want to say this um i know that at different points of our lives they like we have worried we have dealt with anxiety about our future where would we be what if this uh, what if this one does not work out this one works out yada, yada, yada. every what if and every other worry so what is what is what are let me say what are those two things that really really helped you you know during those times yeah okay okay um one that really strikes me every time is something my mentor and pastor said he said that's pastor gay he said time sorts out a number of things yeah so many of the things that you are losing your mind over will be sorted out with time yeah sometimes we we are worried because we don't know and we don't know because it's not time to know or situations have just not played out for instance you're waiting for a feedback from or you're waiting for feedback from a job you applied to or a test route it's not like the feedback will never come or mm. the, the results will never come out. Yeah. It's just that waiting time that is killing you. Yeah. But knowing that time clears out a lot of these issues yeah. gives you some rest. Do you get you can understand that ah this time will pass. I should just give it some time. Yeah. Many of the issues your head over will clear out with time. Yeah. And the period of my life he he first mentioned that to me. I was, I think I can talk freely now. (laughs) 
Ah, should I say okay? Well, it's in the past. I was I was in a relationship with someone then, and um, there was a particular issue I was always so worried about. And I I spoke to my mentor about it. I'm like, sir, this, that, 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 that. How do we walk around this? And he was like, you know, you guys still have time to figure this out. You you understand? Like, allow time have its work. And now looking back at what I was worried about, it doesn't even make sense in my immediate life (laughs) right now. It doesn't fit in at all. Because one, I'm not worried about it anymore. I've grown past that stage. Then secondly, I'm not even with that person, right? We're great friends, but we're not together anymore. So it's just funny that I almost lost my mind over that issue, like worrying about it. What if? What if? And just allowing time solve that problem for me was the best thing ever because while the relationship lasted, while you know we were looking forward to where this would take us, mm-hmm. I did not allow that worry choke the life out of that friendship or out of that relationship. I would have regretted it if you know that was the reason things did not work out. Mm-hmm. So time really sorts out a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then. The second thing is catching yourself in the middle. To be honest, sometimes you just need to stop and tell yourself, Chisom, is this you <laughs> that is worrying like this? <laughs> There's a scripture that I always, always recite to myself. I'll be anxious for nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing has such a stronghold over my mind to make me anxious. I am anxious for nothing. Mm-hmm. That didn't help so much. So so much like personalizing it and telling myself that nothing, absolutely nothing, has such a strong hold over my mind to make me anxious. It just suits a lot of things for me, knowing that it's an instruction from God to not be anxious in situations like this. Many times it reveals our insecurities in God Himself because you probably don't trust God enough to walk you through that situation because if you look back into your life and your own history you would see that god has come through for you consistently mm-hmm. or he has shown you a way out consistently so why is this situation different mm-hmm. so just catching yourself in the middle and giving that thing time yeah. would, would help yeah i totally agree with you and i'm so grateful like ah as in right now i feel like what i need to say is that my heart is so full why because i totally agree with everything that you have said you know especially with the with the with the um with the matter or the term called time right mm-hmm. there's something that pastor Irene has said before which is the fact that we live in a generation that actually does not want to wait for anything like nobody wants to wait nowadays like everybody wants it now fast food fast everything the fastest route or the fastest route you know everybody wants the 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 fastest right and it tends to affect us but the truth is like you said time sorts out ah time sorts out a lot of things and just like you said eh we actually worry because we don't know like for a lot of us or sometimes or most times we cannot see beyond our nose do you get mm-hmm. we're not all knowing we can't see beyond our immediate eyes do you get it takes 
it takes God. It takes doing life with God. It takes trusting God to actually see that if this is happening right now, this is not all there is, right? It mm-hmm. takes trusting in God to know that, okay, God has got me. He has a plan for me, right? And so this might not be happening as I want it to right now. Instead of worry, right? There's a better way. And just like something that has really struck me that is so profound is the fact that time will still have its cause. Hey, just so when I realized this, it changed my life. Like time will still have its cause. So you mm-hmm. get to choose how you want to spend the time. Do you want to spend it worrying or do you want to spend it trusting? Hmm. Mm-hmm. There are so many times that God has told me something, this thing would happen. And I will spend the entire time worrying about it. And after that, I will just be beating up myself and just be like, oh my, I should have just trusted. Like, why didn't I just trust? Why didn't I just spend? So that waiting period, I wasted it because I spent it worrying and worrying, even when God had already told me the outcome. So the take home from this would be, allow time to have its cause. And what you do where time is having its course because time will have its course anyways if you if you choose to worry through the time okay but you can actually choose a better way which is to trust god through the time because whether you like it or not your worry will not fast forward time being anxious about the future will not make it come any faster things will still take its own course. So allow time to sort things out. You might not be getting that job. It might not be, but it will make sense in the end. Do you believe that? You have to believe that, right? That all things are going to end up together for your good one way or the other, no matter how many rejections you get. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. And then just like you said, speaking over yourself, right? And just calling yourself to other, talking to yourself like, Hey, Lemuel, this is what it is. You are blessed by God. You are the beloved of God. He's taking care of you. He's got your life covered, you know. And just basically speaking over yourself. Yeah. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Chitum. Thank you so, so much. So as we go, do you have anything to say to us? Do you have any encouragement? Anything for the road? <laughs> um. I was I was thinking about the scriptures right now. Second Timothy two verse three and Romans Romans twelve Romans fifteen five. In okay. Second Timothy two verse three it says, "Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ." Mm-hmm. And you know when I first read that scripture and the context in which it was written. It, you know, Paul did not write to Timothy saying, oh, there is a silver lining to this sky. You know, after after the rain comes the sunshine. He didn't say any of those things that we would like to hear. He told um, Timothy to endure the hardness as a good soldier of Christ. And, you know, as, as believers, we like to think our lives would play out as Mary Poppins. Mm. We would have, you know, a, a few cloudy days and the rest are sunny days Mm. not exactly it is true that we have supernatural advantage because we are believers but we live in the fallen world yeah and would always take its course on human beings in the world so 
there are some situations that the only way forward is through that situation mm-hmm. there are some things that you cannot avoid there are some there are some pains that come with growing yeah. as a human being there are some pains that come with being um, a believer in this world that you would have to go through mm-hmm. right and it, it's not something to lose your head over it's something to get your encouragement from the lord for mm-hmm. right because god does give encouragement and endurance mm-hmm. um i'm looking at romans 15 the day i found this scripture here you know i'm not one to say oh when i open my bible i'll say this is my scripture for the day that's not how i was taught i've been taught how to study my bible so i study my bible properly but this particular day i just i just got a nudging to you know look at this scripture in romans 15 5 and it says may the god who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that christ jesus had and before then before that scripture he in in verse 4 he says for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in scriptures and the encouragement that they provide we might have hope then he flows into the next verse saying may the god who gives endurance and encouragement give the same attitude of mind towards each other that christ jesus had and the person that wrote this two scriptures second timothy 2 and romans 15 was paul and when you think about the life of paul he wasn't the rosiest right he left the comfort of being an educated and enlightened person to be a disciple of christ and you see him writing these words over and over again and what really strikes me is that god gives encouragement and endurance another another version he puts it as the god of all comforts the god of all comforts and it's just so reassuring that that god is my father so when i'm hurting he sees when i'm confused he sees when when i don't know where to go he's not happy that i don't know where to go yeah and you know i think what really gets to god a lot in that moment is that we look to every other person but god we you know we want to tell our friends what's going on Mm -hmm. we want to you know um talk about what's going on we want to listen to podcasts we want to do all those things but we just don't take it to god actually in prayer we think about praying about it you know we think oh i should pray about this i should pray about this you tell your friend yeah. ah, i need to pray about this i need to pray about this but you actually yeah. do not pray about it yeah. all right and you just forget that this god of comfort is your father yeah so those scriptures holding on to them and saying that this is real this is not you know um old wives fables this is the real word of god and it's effective it's powerful all day every day yeah thank you thank you so much for that chisum thank you so much so uh i understand the timings (laughs) and so i'm going to the road and i'm just going to keep and pray that everyone else keeps this word for the road that you've given Mm -hmm. us thank you thank you so 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 much god really does give encouragement i have seen it times without number in my own life and yes it is so one million percent true so thank you so much and god is really the god of all comforts Thank you so much, Chisum, for being on this episode with us. See, we see, I totally enjoyed it. Eh? Hmm. Okay. 
I wish we can just be recording everyone together. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Uh, I love the extraordinary believer. Let me even tell you something that I think I've said it to you before, but something I'll still like to reiterate. So, well, when I was starting my own podcast, The Lightroom, you know, looking at your podcast was encouraging for me because when I started, right, I, I, I was doing a whole lot of other things. So it was just a bit concerning for me. Like, how do I keep up? But on some days, on some weekdays, I knew it was a Monday because I would see the Extraordinary Believer go up every monday so it was so encouraging for me like so encouraging for me seeing that someone else is doing this right and she's my friend and as as tempting as it was to you know this just compare you know how we tend to compare and say ah where am i look at this person look at my own it just was a source of encouragement for me that uh -uh, she could do it she could push this much every day like every other time always consistent it was such a big encouragement for me every time so any opportunity i get to give back to a platform that has given so much to me i would always jump on it always screaming <laughs> screaming Jesus. you we are going to award you with that with more episodes <laughs> no problem i'm here for you all right thank you guys thank you for listening uh we really hope you enjoyed it and we hope you were edified um, above all things all right so to the next episode bye bye